now. Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is always the recipient of my first impression, Rose. Will Simmons. And he should be the new host of The Bachelor moving forward, Spencer Killey. And this is After Reality. Welcome back to the season premiere of The Bachelor Nation podcast on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy 4 Reality. Fantasy, the numeral 4, reality.com is where we play all of our fantasy games, where we're playing this season with friend of the podcast, Mr. Kenny Browder, uh, who will be on uh, some here during uh, Bachelorette season. So stay tuned for that. Um, speaking of, we're diving into all parts of the Bachelorette season. We're also going to spend some time here at the beginning, just getting aligned on the state of the state around the franchise and kind of uh, all those ongoings in Bachelor world. But uh, before we do that, Will, what's good in your world? Um. Outside of uh, having a puppy, that's been entertaining. Uh, I've been um, been watching a lot of college baseball and college basketball <laughs> on top of watching reality TV. So or pro pro basketball, college. Oh, probably yeah, pro, yeah, pro. Sorry, pro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So playoff times. I was bummed that the Mavs got uh, eliminated. I was I was on Same. I was on that train. Yeah. Same yeah. here. And no secret to anyone that's ever listened to this podcast. Love me some college baseball. Um, And the two teams that I support are primed and have a pretty nice shot at uh, returns to Omaha this season. So they do excited about that. I stayed up till 1230 watching LSU win. And uh, Bethany was annoyed and about to (laughs) got up to go put some earbuds in because the game wasn't over yet. It was 1230. As soon as she puts puts them in, the game ended, and I turned the TV off. She's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I can't. Team. Re- did, I I admittedly got away from the last few uh, games of the 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 regional. Did LSU advance? We are playing Tennessee for the super regional. Oh, that's a good matchup because I think Tennessee is a pretender. But um, we could probably talk about this on our college baseball podcast that doesn't exist. <laughs> um. Let's, uh, why don't you let everybody, before we dive in like fully around the bachelorette, um, and, and who knows, maybe we'll talk about some other things that, that we're watching or that you like, cause you're more up to speed on shows than I am right now. Um, uh, slacking it, but staying up to speed on certain ones. But before we do that, you want to remind everybody where they can find us on the interwebs. We're on Twitter at after reality pod, find us on Facebook and like the After Reality TV podcast page. We're on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe over download Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher, and check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. And um, so a lot of things going on in in uh, Bachelor Nation and the Bachelorverse. Um, we got here to this season within, a, I believe, an 11th place finisher as our lead. That's never happened before. Um, I didn't see concrete numbers, but it sounded like some of the all-time low premiere numbers. Um, did, yep. did you see? Did you see something similar? I saw that. And I have uh, lots of I have lots of reasons why that's going to be accurate for the whole season. <laughs> yeah, well, well, let's dive into that. So you so you have some thoughts here around. Let, let's start with 
um, the franchise as a whole. Then we'll then we'll then we'll get into Katie. Um, kind of you. We've talked a little over text, but none in person. So this will all be brand new conversation. As far as kind of where your head's at, as far as kind of the the crossroads that the franchise sits at right now. Yeah, uh, I think it's kind of kind of falling apart here. Uh, we're swapping out the longtime hosts uh, for two hosts, which I do like them, but just kind of feel like the show isn't what it is. I think I, I, you, you you like them as people, not as hosts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like I love Tasha's; she's awesome. Um, but Caitlin's awesome. They're they're both great, but yeah. they're not great hosts. No, and it just felt like you know if you're gonna have these people, have them do something different rather than just repeat what chris harrison used to do or what a host should be doing right you have two people instead of one so let's mix it up try something new which they kind of did a little bit but it's like let's let's do something original with this because you can't replace something that's been done about a million times by the same person like you're different people than that so yeah you you can if you pick the exact right person and they are not said exact no, right person there it's a whole different thing i mean not that you need a it has to be a um, it has to be a male male fill, filling in, but like if you're gonna have a female, female should have their own kind of spin on things, right? Instead of mm-hmm. like, let's be Chris Harrison, but not. So I don't know. I, I wasn't super stoked about the season. I'm not super stoked with the season to be honest, just because like Katie is was good on her season, but like as a as a lead, I don't know how it's gonna work. Uh, they definitely overcasted some of the guys for the show. I'm like, what really? do you mean by that? Well, like some of these guys like out of her Katie's- league. Katie's really cute, but like some of these guys are literally male model looking dudes, and I'm like, these aren't the people she would date in real life. Therefore, that person would be the person she's going to marry. Like, let's let's be and real. She's not this. the person they would date in real life. Exactly. It's a, it's kind of a two way street here, right? They're they're there. Let's say not for the right reasons. Yeah, I mean, uh, which are, that always, out right on yeah. front street here in episode one, <laughs> right on the front end. Yeah, I mean, like. I just, I don't know. In the last season, was just kind of just weird. And now there's this whole shift in dynamic. It's almost like, you know what? Why don't we just scrap some of the pieces of this and start anew altogether and just try something different here. But so we're going to try to rehash what's been done a million times with a whole different. Well, you can, a very different, you can um, do a lot of the show without a, without really having it hosted. Yeah. Chris doesn't do a ton, right? I mean, he does, really doesn't like opening night. He's there a good bit and he's, Piece piece mills it together to the very end, right? He he's there when when, when he's he needed more, he's there. Yeah. Um it's it, he's the kind of the continuity piece that that ties things together. I think the biggest blow to the franchise with him quote stepping away, but settling away for rumor to be at oh, least fifty God. million dollars. There must be a lot of skeletons in that closet that they're looking to protect. Um by, which is which is what I've heard is the reason why he's getting as much as he is or whatever that if it is not fifty million or whatever. But yeah, I, I'd be curious what his salary is per season. Sure, it's or, a good bit. Or if he's salaried per season or per year or, or yeah. what that looks like. And, and I don't want to get as confused that I, like they have to have Chris Harris and the show doesn't work. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like we're going to try something different with two with a different kind of host. Let's do something different, right? Yeah. And in their, make it more were, playful or or something because that's what what suits them, yeah. which they tried to do, but it just I, didn't see, I don't even see them eating popcorn and no. and being woo girls. Did you ever see that episode of How I Met Your Mother about the woo girls? Oh, very much so. Yeah, um, quite they, famous. They were, they were woo girls. I mean, the pop yeah. bottle champagne. Woo. Yeah. Um, yep. I 
I think you lose so much with Chris being gone of having this this thread that strings together everything that's ever happened, right? So you bring sure. someone you bring someone back to talk. Chris has a relationship with them. Um, you like if you bring back Trista, she didn't have a relationship with anyone. <laughs> like the production's not the same. Like Chris is Chris is I mean, they did that thing last year during the pandemic, those three hour specials on like seasons of the, the uh greatest of all time seasons, I believe. Is what oh yeah. Called. And like like that the person in that role, if they want it to be the same, needs to be parental to to the people that are there in some form or fashion. Right. I would I would I would not to put an age on it, but I would say they probably need to be forty years old or older. That's fair. And I keep coming back to this. I said this to you in a text and I can't come up with another answer, but like Jesse Palmer's the guy. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. part of the franchise long time ago, but part of it, he could be serious and have a tough conversation with someone. He's obviously does TV and does it well. And I think he could actually do it. Like, Chris Harrison's background was in sports broadcasting also. Um, but if you're, if you want it to be similar, it needs to be similar. Yeah. Like, yep. like Ocho did a, a nice job at the, the, after at the AFR, but like, that's not the same as hosting the season. No, he was good at the, 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 the topic at hand there, but you need someone that, like I said, can be parental in some ways. Yep. I mean, like, and that's the thing. I don't, I'm not saying that he's not having him there. Like, this season's to be no good. I mean, like, there's going to be a ton of interesting stuff happening. I mean, they the, cut the trailer. It's like, oh, there's a lot of sh- drama that's happening. But, like, I'd also, like, as Katie is a person there, I'm like, Katie's yeah. fine. But, like, is this a whole season's worth of, like, oh, interesting? You know, I, like, I will challenge there in, 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 in one piece because often we think, oh, this lead isn't any good. But it doesn't. As long as they don't get in their own way too much, it's really about the the suitors, right? Like that's that's where the story lives and dies. Um, sure, as, uh, assuming they're interested, right? Yeah, um, and, and, and like her. there's definitely some guys there that that very much fit her, you know, her her who she is, and like would be guys that they would date in real life and things like yeah. that. So like there's definitely some of that. So it's not completely all just fabricated, but. I don't know. It just feels like we're forcing something here, and I, I just don't really For, care to forcing forcing Katie. Yeah, forcing Katie. Also, like, feel like we're forcing the show. Like, we can, you know, this is fine. We're gonna do this. We're gonna like, we're gonna do this, and it's like, well, y- yeah, yeah, you, you are. You're gonna do it, and it's gonna be fine. But like, yeah. I, it's we're, not we, kind of the we, same. We thought. Remember, we really did not like Hannah Brown going into we were like oh my gosh we're we're not gonna watch this season we hate her well she wasn't great on her season yeah. but it turns out she was a whole different person that we probably actually knew of yeah which so the, i'm i i guess i'm saying bring that out because there is a president that we're like not excited at all about a lead and then it actually ended up being a really good season with her yeah a lot of guys on there that you know helped out with that obviously you know we had thank you luke p <laughs> luke, Perry, luke p uh we tyler cameron come out of this uh yeah. 
Mike, uh, Mike Johnson. I mean, like there was, you know, a lot of guys. Uh, we got another bachelor out of it as well from what's his Pi- face? Pilot, Pilot Pete, Pilot Pete, Pete. The windmill. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Reese it turned out pretty good. Windmills, you know? Yeah. But I, I would say that I was poor, probably still more interested in like, oh, well, let's see what Hannah does. Even though I wasn't super stoked. I'm just like, well, let's see what she does. I mean, like she was kind of crazy in the her season. So I'm like, at least she got that going. But turns out she was way more put together than she was in thought. all that drama with uh, Kaylin. Yeah. Because of the beauty queen thing. Who was still super cozy with Dini babies. Yeah. So it's just wild. I don't know. It's also not. It's not. It's also almost kind of unfair for this season but like the way the last season ended and everything that happened afterwards and then like the way things are just kind of played out since it's just kind of like oh you mean the I, fact that matt and rachel are happily ever after dating yeah which i'm which honestly i'm okay with like if they're happy together that's fine like if, if he's okay with everything and he they can get past that great good for them i mean like they actually really do like each other turns out no matter what's happened so that says a lot about them together but like the way the whole world's kind of reacted to it the way i just kind of like I just lost a lot of my taste for this. You yeah, well, <laughs> what? What's this? What's the talk? What like? Most people, I, I think, seem to be happy that her and Matt are together. No, then, I mean, well, I've, I've seen a lot people of are angry at the guy that tried to say let her have her own voice and 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 defend her in that regard, and now he's off the show. I don't know. Um, yeah, that, it's weird. That's it's where weird. my head's at. It, 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 like, I think you said it well in a text message. You, you like, you, you didn't say it exactly like this, but like some of the joy of the show has been stolen from the yeah. exterior things that are happening. Yep. Yeah. No. Absolutely. That's pretty much it. I mean, honestly, like you love the show way more than I ever have, and I, I enjoy watching it, and like really have. But like that luster has kind of lost itself to the point where like. Bethany and her friends don't really watch it as well as yeah. they used to just because everything's kind of like kind of like the backlash yeah. where it's like, Ugh, I don't, yeah, like what's going on they here? need to have a great season to recaptivate people yeah whether that's this one or or like we know paradise will be great because paradise yeah I mean it's it's light and funny and it's supposed to it's not doesn't take it so very seriously where this this bachelor all of a sudden is like you've said before all of a sudden is coming a moral compass for like the world and it's like it's not it's not like, supposed to be no, like that reality TV is reality TV do do is Bravo a moral compass for the world? To some people, it is. I guess it is when they start getting people fired off the show. I I don't know. Anyway, yeah. let's talk. Some people, some people fucked up. Some people fuck up. Other people is just like you're just taking this too far because yeah. we're all very hyper aware of everything. So I don't know. I, this could turn around, but like I, I was honest with you the other day. I'm like, yeah, just don't really care. I mean, I like half I watched this episode, but I was still kind of like. I could care less about these people. <laughs> and like he, he's going to care about it here for the next uh, yeah. 30, 40 minutes. Oh no, uh, I've got some <laughs> thoughts for sure. I've got thoughts for sure. But I'm just kind of like, man, this is this. Is we're going to get all season. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Katie so, is very is very sweet though. I mean, like nothing against her. I think she's a very fine person. I think she'll she deserves love. So find it, Katie. Yeah. Get out there and find it. Wait, like. You never know. It could net us. It could turn around. Great season, right? Sure, it could. But yeah, there's a lot more around it than just well, anybody, but, but two, people, two hostesses. Will, will, will people have left and uh, and still be watching? I don't know. Uh, yeah. uh, why don't you kick us off? Take us uh, through the the open of this thing. Uh yeah. Um, yeah, two voiceovers. Uh, definitely uh, through kind of like, oh, this is different. I mean, we 
Chris is Chris. Is, you we, know, we, we could had, have at least had him do the voiceovers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like we've had people, you know, fill in for Chris at times. So it was definitely like, oh, okay. So two voices at the show. Uh, it's a little weird that Chris isn't doing it, but whatever. Uh, and then we see this like frumpy kind of Katie intro package where she's like a model walking somewhere in Seattle, but like she is very not comfortable doing this kind of stuff. And, but she's like in all denim. Yeah, it's kind of odd choice of clothes for her. She's also a very tiny person, like it's a very small girl. Um, we gotta get dive into Katie's life with her parents being divorced the whole time, growing up pretty, uh, pretty poor. Uh, then we jump to Hyatt Regency, Tamaya Resort in Santa Ana, Pueblo, New Mexico, which is located between Albuquerque and Santa Fe. So, I, 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 I want to see more. Co- I want to see yeah. more if, and, and decide if I like this place. Yeah, I mean, like, I've only been to Albuquerque. I've always wanted to go to Santa Fe. I know Albuquerque is the, Albuquerque. The, the stepchild to, to yeah. Santa Fe. I mean, like, it's like the sixth cousin stepchild of Santa Fe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then you, we enter a film with them when we like, driving scene to the desert. Uh, what was the green color they were in? I don't, I don't recall. I, I couldn't tell what it, what it was. Uh, yeah. It was... It wasn't like an MG, but it was something small like that. I guess it yep. could have been an old Porsche of some sort. Yep. Yep. So just kind of, you know, corny. No, I did, did not. I, I, you know, stood out, but like, was, I'm not a big car person. <laughs> car guy. Car guy. <laughs> I like F1 cars, but <laughs> in my car. Uh, yeah. And then we jump to the, some corny intro packages, which is, you know, pretty typical. You when they're they're even cornier when they're just kind of thrown together through cell phone videos and yeah. zooms. There's a couple funnier you, ones. You, kind of Connor B playing the ukulele naked in his bathtub. Oh, and by the way, he's also a middle school math teacher. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey, that's my teacher, mom, dad. Um. But was he the he was the one that was in the cat suit, right? I think that's the same Connor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm so. He, it would fit right with it. Yeah, yeah. he absolutely was the same Connor. Uh, the other yeah. Connor, uh, it looks quite a bit different. Uh, Carl, um, who Carl. I believe survived the night, um, was one of the wasted packages. Uh, and we'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I like a Canadian that likes to poke fun at Canadians, and, and Brendan did that with his uh, being a hockey dude from Canada. Uh, Canada A. Eh? Um, also interesting, a, an aspiring firefighter. Not a firefighter, but an aspiring one. We all have dreams. Everybody's, yeah, everybody's got to have a dream. Um, I, when I had read all the bios uh, ahead of this, I was really curious if Andrew S. playing football in Vienna, Austria was going to be football or football Americano. Um, but it's real football. Uh, it's a, it's American football. And I like this guy. Uh, after this package, he's doing the Carlton dance. He's talking to a paper bag headed dummy in a hotel room and another language. I assume maybe I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not even going to assume what language it was. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of threw uh, everything off. Uh, Mike, the gym owner from San Diego, is a former MLB draft pick and also a virgin. Guess what his storyline will be? Colton. Um, what did you think of Justin? He's the investment. Uh, I, I like I, his. He actually could paint pretty well. Really talented. Yeah. 
I, I was that was definitely like, oh wow, this guy's not messing around. I, I was I was impressed. Um, Trey also really liked him right off the bat. I think he and uh, Andrew S definitely won the the intro packages. Uh, Trey, software engineer, harmonica player. I know forty digits of pi. I like rap music. I like classical music. I I'd hang out with that guy. He seemed seemed like a solid hang. And um, and we got Greg who gives me really big Ben Flangenick vibes from way back in the day. And his storyline continues to just revolve around his family, uh, both here and once he got on the show. So I don't know some, a few decent guys here, but the, the packages are never great. And they're even worse when they're not like actually produced produced by television people. (laughs) Yep. But, uh, any, so when they got to the, the, the resort, the Tamayo, is that, is that what it was called? Yeah, I think so. They, they leave Katie just awkwardly standing at the, I guess, the greeting spot, if you will. And until the, the two hostesses kind of creep in on her, which is like, why do we have to make everything so silly? <laughs> like, I mean, to your point, like, really go in on it if you're going to go in on it. Yeah. Um, but they're just like kind of going in on it. And anyhow, we, we need a real host, uh, is, is the point. <laughs> if only we knew of one. Well, um, hmm. you're, you seem to have a lot of free time these days, which is why we're recording so late tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, maybe I could do it. Maybe I could be the host. I don't know. You did, know a lot I, about the bachelor. <laughs> I did have, uh, I, I, I've seen it all. I've I've been there from from day one since the. You've known a couple people on the show, you know. Yeah, I. This is true. Yep. So why not me? Well, that I've even portrayed Chris. I've even <laughs> portrayed Chris Harrison on stage in a uh, in a production of sorts. My wife met Chris Harrison at Franklin Barbecue. So by proxy, you met Chris Harrison at Franklin oh, Barbecue. <laughs> I, I don't think I knew that. Yep. Uh, recently. Now, a few years ago. Okay, I didn't know. Presumably lives here now, right? Uh, Dallas. Uh, somewhere in Dallas. So this is a f- quick funny story. We're literally in Franklin Barbecue line at 6.30 in the morning, and we finally eat, and we're drunk, and we're leaving around 1, 8, 1 p.m., and there's like four or five people still w- scout- waiting outside to get in the door, and Chris Harrison's at the very back of it wearing like this little blazer. Like He's dressed kind of nice, but it's also like uh, like casual, but he's kind of the last person in the back of the line standing by himself all alone. And he's not exactly in the building yet. We're walking out and we're all like, I look at Bethany. I'm like, that's Chris Harrison. And she was like, oh my God. And we get in a car and I was like, you have to go say hi to him. <laughs> so she gets out, gets a picture and gets back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> he's super nice. He was actually waiting. He's, okay. His friend his friend was going to bring him Barbara. He, he, we're like, I'm not sure they're going to have anything left for you. He's like, oh, a friend of mine's going to save me some. So I'm just, I'm just meeting him here. I'm like, beautiful. I think his friend was Aaron Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah, his name's so, on the sign. So super nice guy, but he was super cool. He's like, "Yeah, let's take a picture. How you how you guys doing?" I'm like, oh yeah, man. He's <laughs> like, "When you're ready, head on down." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. After yeah, first out of the limo <laughs> is always is always a thing, right? Um, Thomas, who. I don't know if he left much of an impression otherwise, but he rolls in wearing a tuxedo, 
says all the right things and leaves a first uh, a great first impression which i felt like maybe more so than ever this group of guys did well out of the limo i don't know if you you had any thoughts there uh yeah i feel like they kind of cut down the bs with the limos like they let them they all kind of came out there they kind of moved through there pretty quick it felt like as if they were maybe less intimidated by Kitty. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't like I got to blow her Suave. And it wasn't like a bunch of big to do's. It was a few things that people yeah. were trying to do, but like very, very straightforward. And quarantine is hampering. Yeah. Be like, hey, I got some Amazon packages coming in here during yeah. my two weeks. Can you bring them to my uh, hotel room, please? Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. There. I won't hit on all of them, but uh, again, Andrew M, uh, uh, the other Andrew um, here, he's a district attorney from Newport. Um, he seems very much the attorney. Um, sorry for any attorneys that I uh, offend by saying that, but he, he looks like one. A DA on top of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, David from Nashville, but he's a New Yorker and he's wearing capri pants along with like half these men. Like the pants get shorter and shorter every season. Well, I mean, I haven't bought a suit since I got married about six years ago. Um, I think my pants would still want to go down a little bit lower than some of these other guys. Like their suit pants. There's like a good two inches from their shoe to their, their, oh, it, it, it's closer to six inches on something. It's pants. crazy. I'm like, I get, I like the little bit of sock showing. I, I think that's a good look, but like, I don't need my crew, my, my crew length socks, like all You're out. Like, <laughs> check out these socks. Yeah. Just uh, wear shorts, dude. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I like David. He made a connection in a New York minute. Uh, there you go. Wow. He was from New York. Bum, 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 bum. Um, I don't, I don't recall if David hung around, but we'll get to that. Um, Michael, who is a father and, He's brought a 200-year-old heirloom watch, family watch, and then he bought it at the airport. Uh, and I, I kind of liked it. That's I feel like it's kind of her personality, just being a joker. And uh, he had a, he had a nice message. It wasn't the worst gimmick. I don't know. What did you think of the 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 full size tr- or the the pickup truck? I mean. I feel like we got that last season with uh, what's her name? She was like one of the the one of the finalists for oh. Matt. Um, yeah, girl from uh, Sweet Tea Girl from North Carolina. Yeah, uh, but I'm mean, like, that's cool. But like all the balls and everything, and she's like, oh, you know, hanging a ball pit, ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool. Once again, we're kind of hampered by a COVID situation, yeah. I guess, at this point. So it's like, oh, yeah, you're a pretty baller bachelorette. Yeah. Um, I thought it was telling, and we end up seeing it later when he gets the first impression, Rose, that Greg, who's just another dude by by kind of what I see, marketing sales rep from New Jersey, he talks, she grabs him like by both cheeks of the uh, uh, like the face right away and seems really captivated and then it's like he looks like my ex-boyfriend and i was like um, the way she grabbed him i was like oh whoa hey you don't just grab people like that that you're not super into yep my takeaway me we find out later she likes him a lot <laughs> well, i got a lot didn't yeah. made out with other guys but <laughs> you got the rose yeah 
The uh, Rose. Yep. Gabriel, who I had earmarked. Your, your so, go ahead. I did. I didn't want to say that he was one of the first guys that came. Well, not the first guy. I think one of the other a couple of guys before that kind of fit into her mold. But he definitely seems like her kind of guy. Like immediately when he came out of the car, I'm like, okay, this one makes sense. Just, just <laughs> a dude. Yeah. Just a dude. Gabriel, I had earmarked for like pretty close to my last pick in fantasy for reality. And then he gets out of the limo and he has this like sharing a favorite hug thing and deep breath. And she was really into it. Liked it a lot. Not enough. I thought he was still douche, but then he went home anyway. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't like the, the, the hug that much. Um, and then we went on a strong, a, a string of, of guys that, um, just didn't leave a lot of impression. Uh, I, uh, John has this big megawatt smile, but then you, you run through Garrett and Austin and Marty and Landon and, and Kyle or excuse me, Carl. And all of those guys are, meh. um, and, and, and Josh kind of joined them in the, in that when he, he was like, Hey, like, did you notice when he was like, our relationship is like, 50% this and 30% this and 25% this and 30% this. And I'm like, yeah, this is uh, Yogi Berra math where, uh, <laughs> where 90% of everything is half mental. Um, uh, yep. Any, any, any of these several, other guys leave a, leave, leave a decent impression? Several of those guys you mentioned also went home right away. So <laughs> they all yeah. make sense. No, nope. I mean, no, not much to bring say there. Surgical skin salesman in the uh, yeah, the that's Walt interesting. Jesse cooking RV, which I felt like was maybe actually his RV. Yeah, I don't know that for a fact. But. I don't think so. I it seemed like it seemed a little too, it seemed like a little too off of a soundstage kind of thing. Like this is perfect movie prop. It was very lived in. Yes, but I think it also. I think I feel like that. That's a big, I mean, if you drove it down there, awesome, but it feels like this is a little too authentic, like movie set authentic to me. Okay. To me. He was from New Jersey, so that's a long way to drive in an RV. That there, Clark, is an RV. Um, And then the large box, the question mark. I decided to rank the box number one overall on my list for fantasy for reality, just for funsies. Um, his name Taylor. Is that his name? Uh, his name ended up being James. 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 And we'll get to it, but uh, he's going to meet her inside. I looked this dude up on Instagram. Homeboy is jacked. Yeah, he's ripped. Like that suit was yeah. like was like an inch a steam like, away from just being exploding. Yeah. Like this guy is like striations like and veins. Yeah. How did he not rip his suits squatting or some sort in that box? Was he just oh, sitting down in it? Well, good question. Do you think he was in the box the entire time, or do you think he got out of the box and then they put him back in the box uh, when it was time to come out of the box? Yeah, I feel like he'd been out of the box once or twice. Yeah, because like there's no way he's in there for like what had to be hours, because based on what we know about night one on the Bachelor, Bachelorette. Anyhow, um, Cody, the zipper salesman. Hey, Katie, Asia. I looked. I, I, I did I a double take. I was like, 
about that. Did you see, did you see what this guy does? <laughs> She's like, they can't be real. So let's just go ahead and skip ahead. There, there was Courtney who had the QQQQQ poem, which I, th- I actually thought was was decent. And but then there's the dude in full character and cat costume. You have a cat. I'll let you take this one. What do you think about Catman? I mean, it. She's a cat person, so I mean, I get it. My wife would have been like, "Cool." Yeah, it's just cute. But like the guy had some balls. He obviously hadn't been spayed or neutered. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yep. Unlike uh with the old um uh what's his name? Price is right. Bob, Bob Eubanks. Barker. Bob Barker, Bob Barker, yeah, Bob Barker. Didn't did not Reminded listen to Bob you Barker. To help control the pet population. Get your pet spayed and neutered. Um honestly, I mean like he seems like her kind of guy. He this seems like a very natural thing. Yeah. Who who ended up winning the limo entrance? Uh, was it him? Uh, was it Catman? I, I feel like he was I feel like he, he hit on all her her all the senses for her, made her laugh, loves cats, was kind of kind of goofy, kind of kind of awkward, kind of like her. So like, I th- I feel like he was the most winning of all the guys because some of these were you know, the Courtney thing with the cues that's that's cool, but like come on, yeah. uh, a lot of sex jokes those are one and dones great. Yeah. Um, the the only other person that comes to mind was someone that we discussed in the intros but it didn't discuss here and that was when Andrew S got out and did the fake British accent and yeah I thought that went really well. It did, uh, but it was also confusing as shit. I'm like, wait, is this guy British? Wait, what happened here? I'm like, Austrian football? Is this a thing? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give it yeah. to Connor B. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think it's one of those two. Um, let's, let's hit some highlights from the cocktail party. Um. Katie gives a very Katie series of toast and cheerses to love. Uh, uh, and that's not, she's not Johnny bananas. We'll say that uh, as it pertains to, to toasting. Uh, but she is very down to earth. And uh, Andrew asked the guy we just mentioned did get the first one-on-one time. And I, I, they, they, they might not be a great fit, but they have great banter together. He's, yep. he's someone that I definitely marked as uh, as a solid um, kind of coming out of night one. Uh, another guy we, we talked about earlier is is Greg. You, you want to you have any thoughts on Greg and his uh, macaroni necklace? I mean, cute, cute. I mean, like, I feel like some of these guys did their homework on her, you know, like they know kind of who she's who she is or what she likes and other guys I think are just like hoping they'll just win her over just by smiling a lot and, you know, looking good. So I'll give credit for making a macro necklace. You know, she seems like that's kind of her thing. Yeah, like his whole plot line, like I said before, is like entirely about his family. Yeah. There's gotta be something more to this guy other than you have lots of nieces and nephews. Yep. 
It seems like he has a breakdown at some point in the season based on the previous. So that that feels right. Yeah. <laughs> that that feels uh on brand for this type of guy. I mean, also like we're doing we're dealing with like real people here and not people that are trying to be on the show. Like you most likely will have a breakdown because this is not normal for you. <laughs> yeah. And 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 those people that are trying to be on the show will be around for a while and the people that are just trying to be on the show won't be around for a while. Yeah. Yeah, the people uh, that aren't that aren't there for the right reason are the people that are easily definitively like cool with everything or talking shit the whole time. <laughs> When we spent some time, we went to the back of the Dodge together. Um, we went in the RV and she was completely grossed out and turned off by it and him munching on celery. Um, but the completed rose painting was very impressive. Like that guy's super talented. Yeah. Got him some points on fancy for reality for, uh, for his talent and gift. Oh, I, I like that guy. I think he's a sleeper, although he seems a little uh, rough around the edges at times. Uh, I want to ask you, though, what was that fight that just happened in the middle of the show and we had no context for it whatsoever? No clue. How does that happen? I don't know. We have no context for a fight. I don't know. They're all mic'd and somebody's they're all being master recorded so i don't know how we don't have something that leads up to it so, unless this is something that's gonna like i don't remember both those guys stick around i think did. yeah well, cody so, was so the last one to get a rose so maybe that's they're teeing it, up something for later this is a pre-existing thing like i mean it's pretty strong to be like uh i don't like you i mean luke said it to kyle and carl on summer house but uh yeah. I never liked you. That that kind of yeah, there's history that there. Be like, I met you a few hours ago, and I never liked you. I mean, let's be honest. Like they, these people have known they've been on the show for a while. They may have connected already. You know, maybe there's a group chat going on, kind of thing. Who knows? Ah, uh, ah. Uh, Aaron, 26 year old insurance agent from San Diego. Cody, 27 year old zipper sales manager from San Diego. There you go. Maybe dead the same guy, girl. Guy, who knows? <laughs> I don't like you <laughs> in your best Minnesota accent. Yeah. Um, let's get to the man in the box. Um, they roll in this box, and this guy gets out, and I'm shocked that it's not a total douchebag inside. Yeah. Like, I mean, we don't we don't know if he's not a douchebag, but he, yeah, well, he's. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be some dweeb inside. I guess. Like, I oh, I, honestly, I thought it'd be some like just smarmy dude, you know, just like. Ugh. But it was actually seemed very pretty well put together. Yeah, other than his well manicured eyebrows, which were a little, mm. but like well spoken, seemed to say the right things. Handsome dude. We obviously said he's <laughs> rather muscular as well. Um, but like dude gets out, he's got a great smile. Uh, everyone's calling him Jay Gatsby. And I was like, cool. If people want to call me Jay Gatsby, I'm all in for that. I think that's a good nickname. It's, cool. it's a good suit too. Yeah. So, and very, very tight, very tight suit. Get tight. it right. Get it tight. And I'll, I'll leave you the cat man as well. Cause uh cat man do uh cat man. <laughs> don't uh, went well wow. here. 
Wow. I'm going yep. to Katmandu. That's a, I've talk, I was talking about Bob Seger today, in fact. So, um, love some Bob. Uh, Catman sticking with a gimmick. Um, playing the big style keyboard, and Katie's really into it. She's just all about wearing the cat ears and cat paws. Next thing you know, she has got the cat in her face. She's got paint all over her nose. And she's loving it. And he just keeps going after it. He even admitted that it was kind of an awkward start to the kiss maybe a little too quick but it went down she seemed to enjoy it um he was pretty high on his horse he was gonna get that that rose but um hey good start for him one way or another then we had michael who we learned has a four-year-old son he seemed a little nervous oh well, like i mean more than more than most he seemed really fidgety and stuff but like she was very receptive to him and seemed very in, they seemed very engaged in their conversation. So it's something to look out for, but, uh, first impression rose, uh, she grabs the rose out, out in front of about 20 some dudes and walks out to a much smaller group. And she grabs Greg, no neck, Greg, where's your flute, Greg? Yeah, I, I thought um, it was going to go to Andrew S or maybe James or the cat guy. Yeah. I thought the cat guy would get it just because of the kissing thing, but like she really likes Greg. Mm-hmm. When she had, she had made out with Justin as well, we kind of glossed over yeah. that uh, when we talked about his painting, but made out with two dudes there, um, but not Greg. No, not Greg. Not Greg. But Greg got it. Good for Greg. Yeah, um, it's um, that's got to be a tough pill to swallow when you're sitting around the rose and she just grabs it and walks off. You're like, oh. well, like and like that guy definitely probably isn't the most manly of all these guys either i mean like he stuck with the cat suit he seemed to kind of fit his personality when he started talking to her too i'm like this guy's yeah, kind of goofy he's a middle so, school, like he's a middle school teacher right so like he could easily be outdone by some of these guys like on a physical level kind of thing where i think he was like if i can get this you know like will kind of put me in the front running spot and kind of give me some confidence and he doesn't get that yeah, well, <laughs> let's hit the brakes there on the cabinet how hilarious was the black makeup oh. mirrored all over her face. All over. Like, I'm sure they were like, I'm sure it was like in their mouths for making out. Yeah. Because yeah. they were like, it was not light making out. No, it was a lot of, a lot of mouth. Meow. Meow. What is that intoxicating scent you're wearing? <laughs> I have cats. <laughs> you know that movie, Will? It sounds familiar. That is from Van Wilder when he goes correct. to the That's registrar's correct. office to try to get a, or maybe it's this financial aid office to try to get a better deal on his eighth year of tuition also stars tech money from Real tech World. money yeah it does and a tech money and a very young cal pen that's right i think right. might have been one of cal's first roles and yeah gone on to do a lot of stuff and of course the one the only ryan reynolds uh aviator gin drink it <laughs> i have some it's not Great. Um, it's the number one rated gen. He, he says so in the commercials. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, made a lot of money on it. Probably made more money selling gin than he has he in has. movies. He's actually made way more. Yep. It's quite lucrative. All right, uh, let's talk about the roses. Greg already has one. You know, I always, Greg? you know, I always like to know who's got one. Trey, the ball pit guy who I like. I like him. He's fun. It's the first one. Michael, the father, and what I described as an overall goofer. 
gets the second one. Like he's goofy, right? I'm not just yeah. Yep. Um, Thomas, the first man out of the limo, gets an, an early rose, and then the surprising one was Garrett, uh, the ginger, who we know nothing about. Yep. Gets one of the first roses. I was like, hmm, and not a particularly good looking dude. Kind of awkward because the way he stands over her, kind of like I don't know, goofy. Yeah, he reminds me of someone. Me? Okay. No, <laughs> not you. Um, Connor B, the Catman. Catman. Andrew the Austrian football player. James, the man in the box. Uh, that's not going to get old. Um, Justin, the painter, um, who she made out with. Courtney and his cue poems. Uh, Carl, who we don't know much about. And then uh, Mike P, the gym owner, John, Kyle, Andrew, the attorney, Josh, Connor C, who's the other Connor at this point, Brendan, David, who was just sweating in his ITM. Yeah, so uh, Aaron, the guy who got all aggro at, uh, at the party, Boston Christian, which that guy's got a terrible accent. <laughs> um, Hunter, the, the Hobbit. I mean, sorry if that's mean. Um <laughs> Oh, wow. Or maybe not. And then finally, he, he Cody. Kinda, he kind of, he kind of, he kind of had, oh man, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at his picture again, like, oh. yeah. And then finally, Cody, who was on the receiving end of Aaron's kind of verbal outburst that we're yeah. still confused about. So hopefully there's more to come there. Maybe a backstory. Uh, I, I always like a pre existing backstory that that's fuel that you can't just create no. on the show. Um, one thing about the guys that left, I mean, Jeff, the RV guy, like poor Jeff, he's keeping his hair long, but that, that hair, once he cuts it, that ain't growing back, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, there's another guy, Brandon, who they kept cut. He was in the foreground of a lot of the shots. That guy has the <laughs> worst hair <laughs> ever <laughs> on the show. Like I was telling you, I was like, I'm not very in tune with the season. Not really, you know, I'm like, uh, kind of watching it kind of thing. And then I'm like, they keep shutting, covering him. Bethany are just like, why do they keep showing this dude? He's like <laughs> I do oil paintings. He said he Would looked like, like a to paint you shitty Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, or like, or he was like, uh, the guy in wedding crashes. Do you want to play? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Kyle. Uh, that guy's name Kyle. Uh, it might have been Kyle, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, there's some of these guys are like there's some really bad hair on some of these dudes, or like hair that won't be good for later. Well, yeah, the the long dangly earring on Marty. Oh, also yes. Like, what are you a pirate? Arr, <laughs> send me home, matey. Uh, Landon, who is the basketball coach from Dallas, uh, then Austin and. Uh, Marcus. Um, most of those guys did not leave an impression on our television screen, and that's good because they won't be around, and we'll probably never see them again. I don't know. Maybe they'll bring them back for some bullshit of some sort. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we know at least one person showing up, right? We know Blake Moynis from uh, Oh, I know. What Claire, a weird Claire Tay's season it, it will be rolling in. What a left turn. Yeah, um, I guess he's really into it. Um I, I had heard he was coming and thought he might have been the guy in the box, um, but mm. that wasn't the case. Nice. We get some more Canadian mist. Oh, him. I forgot. I, and when he's like country Canadian. Yeah. I think he's like a wildlife manager or something. Yeah, yeah he works in like park ranger. Park. Yeah. Hey, kids. <laughs> Yogi Bear here. Yeah. Um, 
Ah, uh, sorry. No, I, I got my bears confused. I guess that was Smokey. Well, I, I said it in Yogi's voice, but Smokey's the the one in the in the parks. Sorry, my brain is tired. Well, my brain is tired. Um, anything else? Um, hey, boo boo, want to get that picnic basket on? Did it say again? <laughs> hey, boo boo, you want to get that picnic basket? <laughs> hey, hey. Well, there's a lot um, of stuff in a like. Yeah, seven or eight minute the season on package. It may not yeah. be long. It felt long. It felt long. Um, feel like they need to jazz it up in this edit too to make sure we're feeling like this is going to be like entertaining and dramatic. It was uh, a good, like, um, I don't know what you call this, like mega cut. Um, yeah, it was like a mega trailer kind of thing. It was it. It was enticing. It was better than the preseason trailer. That's for sure. Sure, sure, but I think it's like one of these things where I'm like, are we getting a, a sexy cut now because it's not going to be like it's vapid in between a lot of parts of it? I don't know. I don't a lot know. Of nakedness, a lot. a lot of skin. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we see some desert activities, uh, nakedness as you mentioned, body hair waxing, uh, getting really close with the dad. Oh, um, at a dad. Uh, maybe saying I love you to Andrew S. Uh, you mentioned uh, Canadian. Um, uh, like him. Yeah, Blake Moynes. I, I feel like he got really involved in some of the uh, not being happy with all the nakedness last season. So uh, yeah. there's a lot of nakedness here. He might not be real pleased, particularly when they go to mud wrestling. Yeah. Uh, get your boy Nick Vial showing up because what else is he doing? Um, could, could Nick Vial host the show? Yeah, but he's kind of douchey is a problem. Yep. He's a problem. That's like, I wanted to like him after a season, and I'm like, I followed him for on, on social media for a bit, and I'm like, I can't do this. This guy's too he, much. He does some really funny videos after episodes of the show, if you've ever seen any of those. I may have deleted it after that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe check back in with him. He He's actually I, pretty funny. I, no, used, it, like, I hated him for Andy's season. and Yeah, everyone did. Caitlin season, and then he had that resurgence on Paradise that summer, yeah, where he was bachelor. like zero percent body fat, and they're like, "Hey, want to be the Bachelor?" And yeah. and now people like him. Yep. Now I I gave him a chance afterwards, but it just became like, uh, I don't care. <laughs> like the thing anyway. I was curious about from that package, well, was Katie crying and storming off and saying, "I'm done. I'm done. I'm done." Someone booked my flight home. <laughs> it's like. Oh, something didn't go well. Yep. I bet right. we see that. I see. I bet we see that highlight a lot. Yeah. I feel like we might get kind of cock teased a lot of the <laughs> end of the end of the episodes here, just to keep us like, oh, when's that going to happen? When's that going to happen? So, which they do well. This show is always well edited for yeah, like the, the jumping defense. Yeah. yeah. Which is an all-time moment in the history of the show. Um. Turns out that wasn't the only thing that became the all-time <laughs> moment of that show. Yeah. Um, top four. We always do this. Leaders in the clubhouse. I can go first. You can go first. What do you prefer? Go for it. Um, well, I think we're obligated to include the guy that got the first impression, Rose, Greg. That's an easy one. And my other choices are I, I like Andrew S. a lot. I I think it's hard to discount her her liking Connor B, the the math teacher Catman. 
And then the the fourth one, I don't know that I have a great feel. I guess maybe since she made out with him, Justin, who is also the rose yeah. painter slash investment guy. So I got Greg, Connor B, Trey. I like Trey. Uh, and then I think I, I think Justin's a good pick because I think there was something there for sure. So yeah, we sort of sort of agree here. So, yeah, so we we, have, we have three out of the four the same. I went with Andrew S. and you went with um, Trey. But I, Andrew S. also a good pick. I can see that. Yeah, it yeah. feels like we have <laughs> a decent upper echelon after one episode, which isn't always the best case. <laughs> no, no. I mean, obviously, you know, Blake Moynis shows up. You never know. Shaking things up. Canadian miss. Oh, remember, how, remember how mad he was when new guys showed up last <laughs> yeah, season? Now he is a new guy. Now the shoes on the other foot, my man. I'm gonna his his nickname his nickname is Canadian Mist or Canadian Gorillas in the Mist. <laughs> I'm glad you like I'm glad you got nicknames. Yeah. Um uh, his nickname might also be guy with a really bad goatee. <laughs> um he's kind of got the uh Johnny Bravo chin going. <laughs> yeah. So he's got the beard. Anyway, um, F F uh F F4R uh, Fantasy 4 Reality. Um, our partners over there are good friends. Uh ping Matt Gray yesterday, I hadn't heard back from him. Uh Matt, where you at? Um uh, fantasy4reality.com. That's where we play all of our fantasy games. Will and I are playing this season with Mr. Kenny Browder. Um and uh you you win points based on what your players do. You win points based on them uh having longevity on the show and then also getting involved in drama, hot tubs, makeouts, um accusing people of not being there for the right reasons and those things. And it's not too late. Sign up, play with your friends or your colleagues. We do. Um, and what happened this week? Uh, you lost a few. Kenny lost a few. I lost one. Um, so yeah, I lost a few. Go figure right. <laughs> I lost three, three, one. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. oh, big surprise. Spread <laughs> out a little bit. Um, but uh, it, it's, anybody's game still you have, early still early for it, someone to beat spencer <laughs> yeah, i well i'm i got lucky i had the i had the two guys that well, one of them that um made out with her first which is big points and then the first impression rose other than after that it's it's pretty light points across the board on night one which is pretty normal i'm sure she'll start making out with everyone next week or um maybe we'll have a fight I would I would be, be great if we got a mud wrestling week two. Um, that would certainly kick things into high gear. Um, any any final thoughts here, Will? I I know you weren't excited about the season, but uh, it was good to chat about it. Yeah. Um. Anything else that that you're super excited about that you're watching right now? Um, I've actually really enjoyed the Beverly Hills Housewives again because Kathy Hilton is really funny. Um, I got, gotta, is, I gotta get caught up. Yeah, Kathy Hilton's pretty good. Uh, if you once you find out that what Kyle's nickname is growing up, it's pretty great. Um, Roni's okay. I think they need Dorinda and Leah's losing her mind because her grandmother's passing away and like in real time during the show. 
Um, Top Chef, it sucks. It's about to be over, um, but there is they're, they're going to have a Top Chef amateurs right after this Top Chef um, season. So I'm stoked for that. That'll be any more Top Chef I can get the more the better. Yeah, like so. I, I told you before, I I had to like just skip some episodes to yep. to right size my 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 watching schedule. Um, I just watched Restaurant Wars. I don't even remember if the guy from Austin is still there. Yep, he's still there. He's one of the leaders. So, um, at least he's got that going for him, considering he got fired from his restaurant that he worked at. Uh, he is opening up a new one. He's is he? About to open his own place in Austin. Yep. We have a look. The guy out. can cook. Uh, I think uh, my, maybe probably the east side where everything else is. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but that guy can cook. Um, I would eat his food any day. That guy knows what he's doing. So, I'm enjoying Shaw's at Sunset, and then. Um, Oh, you know what? Family Karma. Uh, watching that with Bethany. Um, pretty funny. They're, oh, it's yeah? very lighthearted. Like they don't take themselves too. They don't take themselves seriously at all. And it's very family oriented. But like these families are very well connected to each other, um, as well in, as well as well connected in Miami area. And uh, okay, so it's very like multiple families, but they're yeah, all have a but they're all like to one another. Yeah, they're all like cousins or um, just grew up together. Um, it's actually really fun show to watch because they're actually really genuine type people and it's also very lighthearted, very friendly it's not like full of like you know vanderpump rules uh drama kind of shit so it's been actually a fun watch just to kind of nice. break the week up oh and below deck jesus christ it might be one of my favorite below deck seasons of all time it's so damn good yeah, i don't know I, why you're not I, into this well, I, I, well, I, I kind of binged it over the last couple of weeks um i just i haven't seen this week's yet yeah. Um, but certainly a lot of drama, a lot of running in, running boats into things, ah. a lot of running uglies into each other. Yeah. Um, and yep. yeah, they certainly uh it, I I keep I've seen the the mad previews and yeah. is it just Malia and Sandy? Did they not bring bugs back? I don't think so. Interesting. She must not have wanted to do it. I can't imagine they wouldn't have offered her to to be the chief's stew. We'll see. Uh, Outside of that, yeah. anyhow, um, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Um, no, but you can find us on Twitter after reality pod, like the after reality TV podcast page on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and after reality podcast, subscribe or download them. You know where I don't need to tell you. Don't forget to check out our website after reality podcast.com. You can find me at I fell over 45 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley. That's all one word. Um, you can also find at Fantasy the Numeral Four Reality on Instagram and Twitter. Until we chat again, hadn't said this one in a while. We like. We want to remind you. We like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality. <laughs>